It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. No, you know what does suck, though, Zach? The Jets. The Jets suck. The Giants suck. The Mets suck. The Yankees suck. We don't suck. Mike Flegelman, hi. Uh, and across from me, Al McDukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I uh, watched that uh, Jet game yesterday. They uh, suck. Yeah, I had it on the iPad. I had the uh, red zone going on the uh, full screen, and then I had the Jet game on the iPad. Boy, what a loser Sunday that sounds like. The only fun that the Jet game was was seeing a wet Bill Belichick. Like, he's just wet and matted down, barely there, hair. A lot of, uh, you notice a couple of the close-ups, too. A lot of nicks with the shaving. He's not a good shaver, is that right? His face looked a little uh, marked up. He's probably in such a rush. Well, he's got no time. Well, actually, he had plenty of time because he was preparing for Zach Wilson and the Jets. Correct. Brutal. Yeah. Not only are they brutal, yeah, yeah. they are boring. Yeah, it's not a good, oh. not a fun game to watch, Jerry. Yesterday, overall, sucked. Yes, the games. All of it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I It was hard to keep an interest. And let me, let me preface this by saying I am not comparing what we do to a construction worker or a cop or a firefighter or a doctor with emergency surgery. None of what we do is work. So let me preface that by saying that. Yesterday felt like work. It did. I, mean, like, I wanted I have to, to watch the Jets. check out a minute into the second quarter of these games. And if it was sunny out, I might have. Ugh. Yeah, we were trapped indoors, which was good. So we had to watch the Jets. What's funny, too, is like I saw after the game, Randall Cobb was uh, putting it on him for dropping a... Uh, he did have one drop. That's not why they lost. I would have been upset. And I'm a Jet fan, Jerry. I would have been upset if Randall Cobb would have caught the Hail Mary in the Jets one. <laughs> that would have pissed me off. Would have been fool's gold. Yeah, because it just... <laughs> you know what, though? The Patriots aren't good either. No, I understand that, too. But I'm just saying, like, at some point when it looks so bad as it did yesterday, you don't want to see any light of hope because... Right, you want it to go completely south so they move on. Correct. Well, I, I'll tell you this. If you listen to Rob's... Now, this will be interesting to me. Because Rob Sala went to the podium yesterday as if he makes all the decisions. And I don't know what reporter it was that asked him, do you going to look to someone else? Do you owe it to the team for someone? And he was very defiant. No, Zach's our guy. No, not making any changes. Okay, when he goes to the Florida Park today and Joe Douglas calls him into the office, he's not playing quarterback. If that happens, he would then have to stand there like a sheep in front of the reporters. You know what we've decided? Well, what happened yesterday? And I cannot imagine for the life of me that they're going to keep doing this. They're playing the Chiefs on Sunday night. Sunday night. Prime time, Jerry. Oh, my God. Prime time. And this is what's so bizarre about football, too. You kind of just brought it up. That was a train wreck for three quarters. There was just, and it's funny, they didn't turn the ball over. They just did nothing. Like, nothing. At one point, I'm sitting there watching the game. I was writing notes down like Zach Wilson sucks. The offensive line sucks. The running game blows. The defense overrated. 
And this team is just not good. Like, I wrote all of that down. Then you get to the fourth quarter, and it's still within grasp. Yeah, that's the part that stunk. And they go right down the field. Beautiful drive. Making plays. Completions. They score the touchdown. They get the ball right back. Three and out. They get the ball back again. Well, let's throw it to this guy who's, you know, 14 yards short of a first down. What are, what are you doing? Oh I know, my and, every, God. and I already saw a couple, and I don't know how people are still hanging on to this. I, I understand the Giant fans who hung on to the Eli Manning thing when he was terrible for years because he had won them Super Bowls. Zach Wilson hasn't given you that. So to see people on social media still saying, like, this isn't all on Zach. So many times, if you believe Tony Romo knows what he's talking about as a quarterback— there were so many times in that game where Romo's saying, you have to throw the ball now. Yeah. Throw the ball here. Boomer's been talking about it since the season started. He doesn't get rid of the football. It looks so, like he doesn't know what he's looking at. Right. So you can't blame the offensive line when Romo is pointing out specific things where he's like, there's your guy. Oh, he's right there. And there's no one in his face. Here's where I blame First of all. First and foremost, get this out of the way, just so you know where I'm coming from. Zach Wilson stinks. I'm, yes, all of that. And to me, it's a byproduct of that. It allows the defense to play differently because they're not afraid of the quarterback. So let's get that out of the way. So we agree. That having been said, what did Brees Hall say last week when they lost to the Cowboys? He didn't get enough touches. Right, four touches. He goes, I can do things when I get the ball. You know, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook had 20 carries yesterday combined. How much they ran for? No. 34 yards. 20 carries, 34 yards, yeah. That is one point something yards per carry. That's on them, and it's on the offensive line. So there is blame to share. The bulk of it is on the quarterback, and because he's bad, everything gets ratcheted up and makes it more difficult than everybody else. But you can't have two two guys like that carrying the ball 20 times for 34 yards. What a waste of time. And if you're playing quarterback, wouldn't you look for number 17 and just say, you know what? I'm throwing you the ball. I'm going to force them the ball. I don't care if you're double teamed. I'm going to drop back three steps, and I'm throwing it to you. Make a play. I oh, It was brutal. It was just awful. I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah, and when they said, uh, you know, after the game, and Rob Sala said that Zach Wilson gives us the best chance. He did say that. Is Tim Boyle With missing? a straight face. Is Tim Boyle missing his throwing arm? Is it gone? <laughs> Either that or a couple of legs. I don't know. I don't know. That guy's got to think, like, I must really suck in practice. And why have they not brought in anybody? Yeah, we learned over the weekend that Matt Ryan said, oh, I'll I'll go play there. How about that? No, not interested. That is unbelievable. Carson Wentz, who Boomer wanted, said, oh, I'll go play for the Jets. Not interested. You know, every week in the NFL, you you hear that teams bring in kickers. Now, maybe not if you've got a great one, but a lot of teams will bring in kickers every week if for nothing else— to let your your real kicker know, hey, you better make these kicks or we're trying people out. You're going to tell me they're not bringing guys in every day? Like, come on. What, like, Don't you owe it to the fans to, I don't know, try to win? I would say, uh, yes, Jerry, you do owe it to the fans. But Zach gives them the best chance to win, according to Mr. Rob Sala. And he also said he's not worried about losing the locker room. Yeah, well, you better start worrying because this locker room cannot be happy. They're they're yelling at their coaches on the sideline yesterday. Two different incidents. Oh, my God. There was Garrett Wilson being um, uh, animated with uh, Nathaniel Hackett. And Zach Wilson was right next to Hackett, right? He was sitting right down next to him when Garrett Wilson was yelling. And then, uh, was it Michael Carter? Yeah. Who didn't even play? (laughs) Right, who's like a third stringer.
And he's yelling. He was yelling at his running backs, uh, running back coach. Yeah, it was uh, it was Awful. ugly, Jerry. Very Awful. ugly. Uh, I really enjoyed the safety later in the game. That was fun because it was just another thing where you it was saw like, it coming. Oh, it was so great. Yeah, I mean, it was it was obvious that that was going to happen. And I oh, I'm so glad Randall Cobb dropped that ball. And not, not like it was right in his hand either. It was no, like hail no, mary no, 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 bouncing no, no, no. all over the place. He had an opportunity, but he had it an wasn't like right. He, it didn't hit him in the gut, and he dropped it. I thought you were talking about he had one. I thought when you were talking about him dropping, I didn't think you meant that. There yeah. was one play that he could have made a play on, but it, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't a really yeah. well thrown ball. But he might have been able to make the catch. That's what I thought you were ever. No, like, Hail Mary. after the game, he literally said, we lost because I dropped no, a Hail Mary. That is not true. It was not in your hands. Yes, you could have made an unbelievable Correct. play. But no, stop it, stop right. it, stop it. And then we would have had more hope. I'm glad he didn't make an unbelievable play. All I kept thinking, too, was they kept showing the stadium how full it was, which made sense to me. Crappy day, Patriots. Still an AFC East game. Maybe we've heard all summer about these strides Zach Wilson took. They did beat the Bills. I did toss out last week because I thought the Cowboys really harassed not only him, but them. And defensively, they were better. And I think they're the better team. Yesterday to me was, all right, now we're going to see what you got. And I'm thinking at halftime, what in the hell are you telling yourself if you're there? In that weather, on that day, watching that crappy product. It was funny to see when the Jets would do something really dumb, like take a safety. They would go to the crowd, and people in ponchos would be, like, laughing. Like, uh, they somewhere. couldn't believe they were in the rain in ponchos you watching the guy this. who lost his teeth. That guy, uh, yeah, he made it all around the internet yesterday. Screaming, and his false teeth uh, started to fall out of his head. He caught him, though. He did catch him. They didn't go uh, flying. How about old man Joe Namath was even sending tweets during the game, anti-Zach Wilson tweets? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody was. Joe Namath well, loves was everybody. An, that was an anti-coach. He blamed coaching. Like, are they, right? Wasn't well, that? Yeah, I mean, he did. He tweeted uh, Is it, uh, he that Zach Wilson's playing like he's trying to follow what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts coach speak sort of thing because he said quote he's making choices that are not intuitive to the quarterback position right but didn't he say isn't he being coached badly or what was no, the he whole made tweet it, that i didn't re, uh write down the first part but oh, right. it was it was something about zach wilson looks like he's tra- trying to follow what the coaches are telling him to do because he's doing things that are not intuitive to what a quarterback position well i do. will tell you this watching the game the one thing that was very clear to me well, at least from what I was watching, was that he was not going to throw an interception. So, like, he wasn't going to try and force a ball in. He wasn't going to take a chance. Didn't matter if it was third and three, third and 13, or third and 33. If he didn't see it, we'll throw it it away. We'll just live for the next series, which is not a bad way to be when you're doing some good things. Yeah. The problem is when it's three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. I mean... It's just, holy crap. It was great when they put up the set of drives. It was like neg- uh, Jets, th- three plays, negative 12 yards, punt. Jets, three plays, three yards, punt. punt. 
I mean, it was unbelievable. Punt, 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 it was punt, punt after punt oh. after punt. And then meantime in Miami, you got them. The the Dolphins scored more points yesterday than I think Zach Wilson and this Jets offense would be capable of doing in a month. Correct. That's how bad this is. That was fun to watch. Yeah, I I yeah, love I, a good beatdown, especially when it's Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Yeah, and, you know, two punks. Oh God, it's just yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, that Dolphin that. game was interesting because. What we what normally happens in the NFL is what happened in that Chief Bears game where the Chiefs are up thirty four nothing at the half. Yes, and then the game ends forty one something. They like, kind of took their foot off the gas. Yeah. Blake Bortles played the fourth quarter. Right. The Dolphins just kept. They weren't even trying well, to pour Mike it on. White, I think. And Mike White went in there through a touchdown pass. Yes. It was um, a Shane or whatever the hell his name is. This running back ran for two hundred yards. He's going for seventy yards when it's already sixty three to. <laughs> right. They're not wow. one. They're not tack. When I for- saw the first one, they had fifty nine points. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then they ended up with seventy. Seventy. Correct. They just kept scoring. I think they scored twenty one fourteen, twenty one and fourteen, something like that. And all I keep, that was cool. All I keep thinking, and I, you know what? I should have, but I refrained. I wanted to uh, screen grab Gallo's text to all of us from yes. just two weeks ago <laughs> and send that back to him. This ain't aging well, bud. Yeah, he's a, a Broncos fan. Oh, my God. That is, I mean, you want to talk about him back. Do you think today, this is a serious question, which fan base, and I know the Broncos have won in our recent memory, meaning in the last 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. So I get that. But just today, which fan base do you think is angrier and more upset? The Bronco fan base after really being a source of embarrassment yesterday or the Jet fan who just probably feels like there's no hope? I would say the Broncos fan because the Jets fan can still say our season ended when uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers got went down. Okay. You this your coach doesn't get injured. So that they brought in Sean Payton to turn that thing around. Fair enough. So they've got to be pissed. But they're also, I believe, the worst defense in the NFL. And that was going into yesterday. Now they give up 70 points. They're really the worst defense in the NFL. Remember, we were all looking forward to week five Jets Broncos. Oh God, is that a game? Yeah, remember in the beginning no. of the year when uh Oh with this uh, Sean with the crap Sean Payton said saying, uh, right. the Jets won the offseason. Do we have to watch? Yeah, that we got game? that one is gonna have to oh. be watched. No, it doesn't actually. That's next weekend? No, Jets are prime time this weekend coming no, 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 up. No, I know. Oh, the one after that? Yeah, it'd be week five. Oh, you know what? I may catch a break here. I'm off Columbus Day. Why are you off is Columbus that the, Day? Is that, is that the same weekend? I don't I hope, know. I hope it is. I hope it is. I don't know when. I thought we I did, did away with Columbus Day. I thought we took his statues down. I have no we idea. changed the day. We have a huge tournament in Maryland, Columbus Day weekend. Oh, okay. So you're out. So I, I yeah, I mean, I took the Monday because we got games on that Monday. Oh, so you may miss so Jets Broncos. So I'm going to miss Jets Broncos. I've but never been so excited to miss a game. They may have a new quarterback by then, though, Jerry. Holy God. Okay. What about who? that? Mm-hmm. Anybody. Tim Boyle. I, I Okay. Yeah, I mean, I understand the calling for Tim Boyle. This is what's so goofy about all of it. The Jets have the ball down, well, 13 to 10, 15 to 10, whatever. They've got the ball with a chance to win. And you know what I'm thinking? Because at that point, they, they flashed the standings. I know it's only week three, but they flashed the standings. Now, the, the, the Bills are clearly winning. They're crushing the Washington, so you know they're going to win. But I'm thinking... You know, I'm watching this game, and I feel like the Jets are the worst team in football right now. And yet, if they go down and score, they're in second place alone. 
Yeah. Because they beat the Bills. They'd be 2-1. and one. They'd be in second place just behind the Dolphins. Like, that's how goofy the whole thing is. Like, this thought that the season's over, because that's how I feel right now. And yet, if they would have found a way to score one more time yesterday, they'd be in second place alone. All this stuff about the Jets' offense being boring and predictable, is that on Nathaniel Hackett or is that on Rob Sala? Uh, more Hackett. It's his system. But it's on Hackett, it's on Sala, and it's on Zach Wilson because they're not good. He's not good. He thinks too much. He's, you can see it. He's like, even the, the the plays Romo would be, as they point out, throw the ball right there, throw the ball. The problem is his head's in six different places. He doesn't know what he's looking at. Oh, God. And, yes, there were plays where they gave you the overhead shot where he didn't have anywhere to throw. There's no doubt that happens. But you know what I see really good quarterbacks do? Throw it into really tight windows and put it in a place where only the receiver can make the catch and it goes incomplete, it goes incomplete. He doesn't do that. Correct. He's looking for a guy to be running free. Oh, free and, and wide and open. another thing, too. I love Romo. Uh, stop with the, this is why they drafted him. Not many quarterbacks can make that throw. Really? I see every quarterback make that out throw. That stuff makes is comical. Yes. Makes the one the one pass along the sideline. I don't know who it was, a Conklin, or was, I don't know who the hell it was on the... And he, he turns and makes a nice catch. By the way, he could have went through his hands. Makes a nice catch. Man, not many guys can make that throw. Really? I think 31 others can, actually. Yes. Every quarterback oh, can make that God. throw. All right, we're just getting started. Right. It's a sucky Monday. But it's going to be a fun Monday later because Boomer goes into the ring of honor in Cincinnati tonight. How about that? Uh, Alan Jerry till 6, then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.